This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 13th of April. In your Squiz today, Cyclone Saroja leaves a trail of destruction. A new chief postman. Japan's golfing glory. And a day for Scrabble nerds. This is your Squiz today. Yesterday, Claire, we talked about Cyclone Saroja making landfall in Western Australia, a once in 50 years cyclone that cut across the state. The worst affected area was Kalbarri and surrounds after Saroja made landfall as a Category 3 cyclone with winds of 170 kilometres an hour. Reports say that 70% of the town's homes and buildings were damaged and 40% were severely damaged. And that's just the start of it. Yeah, it is just the start. Also, just at the starting line, uh, efforts to really work out what has happened there. Efforts yesterday were hampered when phone lines and internet communications went down. Also, more than 30,000 homes along Saroja's path were without power yesterday. What happened on Sunday night was that Saroja made landfall on that west coast and then across yesterday it cut a diagonal path across the state coming out in the south coast. It's very unusual for something like that to happen. It also means that there's all this farmland uh, across that path that usually don't see winds of that sort of type. It's wheat and sheep farming land so we'll know a bit more today about what the effects have been there. Yeah like you said Claire category three cyclones don't usually hit the west coast so that means a lot of homes and other structures aren't built to sustain those sort of conditions. There'll be a lot of cleanup and many will have to rebuild. Yeah, and where they're going to start with that is the Australian Defence Forces on the ground today. There's reports that 40 rapid assessment teams will start arriving to provide some support there. Also lots of work from the emergency services in those towns to try and work out exactly what has happened and they can tally the bill. And if you're wondering where Saroja came from, it was the same system that was responsible for the flash flooding that killed more than 220 20 people in Indonesia and East Timor more than a week ago. And it was one of the low pressure systems in a spin of Western Australia last week. Premier Mark McGowan is due to inspect the damage later today. The federal government continues to face questions around how it plans to proceed with the COVID vaccine program. And this morning, reports say the government won't purchase any of the Johnson & Johnson one-dose coronavirus vaccines, at least for now. The vaccine is based on similar technology to the AstraZeneca vaccine, and that's why, Claire, they've decided against it. Yeah, there's lots of questions, as you say, about exactly what it means, particularly with that decision last week that the government recommends that the AstraZeneca vaccine is left on the shelf for the under 50s and that the Pfizer vaccine is the one for them. Uh, How that affects the rollout of the program, particularly the timing, is the big question. So lots of questions about what other vaccines might be available and that J&J vaccine, which is quite appealing to governments because it just requires one. One shot, not two shots like other vaccines. It's not something for us, as you say, because the government says that it's already got that kind of vaccine in the AstraZeneca one. Interesting to note, too, that regulators in Europe are also investigating that J&J vaccine for links to blood clots. Yeah, and for a bit of a refresher, Australia has deals currently in place with Pfizer, AstraZeneca and Novavax, but the Novavax vaccine is yet to be approved. 
Fresh investigations were launched yesterday by the federal police into claims made against Ben Robert Smith. He was awarded the Victoria Cross in 2011 and has since been accused of committing war crimes in Afghanistan. This time, Claire, Nine aired and published claims that he attempted to silence witnesses. Nine has been airing claims for quite some time against Ben Robert Smith. Uh, He's actually suing them over previous claims that he uh, committed war crimes in Afghanistan. This latest round of accusations go into claims that he tried to intimidate witnesses that might have testified against him in future war crimes inquiries, uh, also that he held on to and concealed from authorities things like USB sticks with images, uh, burner phones, SIM cards, all sorts of things like that. So a fresh investigation by federal police, but also fresh rounds of denials from Ben Robert Smith that that is the case. Yeah, Ben Robert Smith works for Seven West Media and he has both the company and chairman Kerry Stokes' support. He's accused Nine of attempting to bully him into dropping his defamation case. Former Australia Post boss Christine Holgate will today appear before a federal parliamentary inquiry into her controversial departure, which is why some critics say it's a bit fishy that Australia Post yesterday announced it will appoint Woolworths Group executive Paul Graham as its new CEO. Yeah, the claim there is that Australia Post and the government have moved to install a new boss or at least say that they've got one coming uh, before Christine Holgate gets to that inquiry. Also, there's officials from Australia Post, including its chairman, who will front up to that inquiry today. Uh, Probably safe to expect some fireworks around all of that. We might be talking about it tomorrow. We'll wait and see. But, of course, this all comes from her dismissal from her CEO's post at Australia Post after it was revealed that senior executives had been given Cardia watches as a reward for some work that they had done. Uh, That was something Prime Minister Scott Morrison and the Australia Post board decided wasn't on. As for the new CEO, Australia Post said it undertook a thorough global search, which is believed to have cost about $500,000. Turns out they could have just gone to their local supermarket. Yeah, they've got Paul Graham. He comes from Woolworths Group. Uh, he's the head of logistics there and he's got international logistics experience. He's an Irishman, so he says he's pretty happy to be heading to the iconic Australian brand. Prince William and Prince Harry might have been at odds in recent times, but they agree on one thing. Their grandpa, Prince Philip, would have wanted everyone to get on with it. They say that he wouldn't really much like all this fuss about him. And uh, of course, there's been a lot of tributes since his death on Friday. Uh, What Prince William said is that his grandpa was an extraordinary man and that he feels lucky that he had him there to guide him uh, in his adult life as well as through his childhood and the good times and the hardest days as well. He said Prince Harry said that Philip was authentically himself, uh, that he had a seriously sharp wit and that he could hold the attention of any room due to his charm. But he said also because you never knew what he might say next. (laughs) Harry arrived in London yesterday for his grandfather's upcoming funeral. It's his first visit since he and his wife Meghan left to start a life in the US after stepping down as senior royals. There's been a lot of speculation around how this week could be an opportunity for the family to end royal rifts. 
It was a day of first at the 85th US Masters Golf Tournament yesterday, Claire. Hideki Matsuyama's victory marked his first major win and it was the first by a Japanese man. It was something that was really lovely to see yesterday. He was very humble in his victory. He wanted to share uh, the congratulations with his caddy, uh, a guy called Shota Hayafuji. Uh, He became internet famous in his own right. He gave this very lovely bow to the course uh, just very quietly as his um, player was celebrating. He just sort of took a quiet moment and it was something that became a bit internet famous yesterday. And how collaborative is Matsuyama? He said, when I saw my caddy shot up and hugged him, I was happy for him because this is his first victory on the bag. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Talk about being a team player. Finally, Claire, squeeze the day and Scrabble is an iconic board game that many of us would have hiding in the cupboards at home somewhere. Today is Scrabble Day and it celebrates the history of the game. It was created to coincide with the birthday of its inventor, Alfred Mosher Butts. So two things about that. Scrabble is just the worst game ever. Um, I'm not really that good at it. Maybe that's what's <laughs> tainted my view. <laughs> a terrible game. Controversial, I know. But second, how good a name is Alfred Mosher Butts? That's I was thinking that too. Such a, a good cracker. name. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening in and we'll be back with you tomorrow.